I knew you'd come. Listening to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, the Supreme Dream and the Irish Nightmare. And we are here with a, well, I guess you could call it a special episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. I mean, why is it so special, you ask us? The fuck if we know. But... <laughs> I think it's special because we have two special guests. Yes, uh, two episodes ago we talked about this and put a challenge out and we wanted to interact and do a kind of a crossover with Nuclear Heat Podcast. And so they answered and here we go. Well, we have two out of the three. Yes. The third one was just way too important for us. (laughs) He actually got his head caught under the sneeze guard at uh, Golden Corral. Ooh, that's a good excuse. Yeah. So does that mean he's got a big head? Oh yeah, it's huge. <laughs> Second only to Constable Cass. Biggest head you've ever seen. So what are we talking about? Like uh forty two inch? <laughs> <laughs> so basically what we do is we like to wing this show, so we're gonna shoot the shit about wrestling for a little bit, but we do have some sort of order here and we usually start. With our effing topic questions. So, uh, this week we put out three topic questions. Um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, respectively. So Because two just wasn't enough. We no. Want, we want to get up to about eight and then really piss everyone <laughs> off. That's going to be hard to do when there's only seven days. But <laughs> Not if you're the Beatles. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with our first one, um, which is one we put out Monday and... Uh, Joe graces us with his presence with this one. Now, for this one, I was being lazy, like usual, and I wanted to put this on someone else to come up with a question for me, and they did, and they did a good job. This is Jason Broadwell, a loyal listener, and basically what it was is time to trim the fat on each brand. Who are two men, two women, and one tag team on each brand that you would have that have been hanging around far too long and need to be cut loose, fired? You're fired. So to start this, let's throw it right to. Let's not be greedy. No, we're just, we're gonna give this one up. Nuclear heat. What do you guys think? Either one, whoever wants to start it off. Now, someone had a very interesting comment when they left it, and I don't want to point any fingers at <clears throat> Constable Cass. Well, yeah, I had some ideas. Um, I think, like I said, we're all pretty sick of these guys. Uh, Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, little Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. I just say get rid of them all. That's only the top tier talent in all of <laughs> WWE. Yeah, that... we'll just replace them, you know? Okay. That Plenty was... of guys sitting in the back. We got Heath Slater and Rhino back there. So we're going to turn the three hours of Monday Night Raw into the probably subpar comedy special? I <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of subpar already. Very true. Very true. But don't tell your hand just yet. We're going to get into all that. Yes. So, wait. um, The one I did when I read what you commented is AJ Styles. 
you're uh-huh. you're I mean I'm sure you're used to getting that reaction but like you're that sick of him really well he's a flat earther and I just don't like that <laughs> all right so it has nothing to do with in-ring ability just because he's a flat earther yeah okay well I mean at least you have your reasons I mean, yeah I'll miss his beautiful blowout but <laughs> it's a quaff it's not a blowout <laughs> So, I don't necessarily agree with everything Constable Cass is saying here. Mm-hmm. No. But, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. But I was a little interested in when she mentioned uh, Daniel Bryan. It's not that I'm sick of him like she's suggesting. I just felt like, you know, a few weeks ago when his contract was almost up, and people were excited about the prospect of uh, him potentially going back to the Indies. Uh, I just thought about that when she threw his name in there. The rest of these guys I, I want to keep. Even Roman? <laughs> Even Roman. Get real. <laughs> Everyone needs someone to hate. Yes. Now, the Daniel Bryan one, I got to admit, um, is one I kind of agree with. And yeah. because... We've had this talk um, many times, actually, about Daniel Bryan, and I just don't see anything new, anything innovative coming out of him. He's going to be the same guy that he was even before he was injured, and actually less so because he has to overcompensate now after the injury. I just think that we've seen all we're going to see from Daniel Bryan. We're not going to break any new ground. Um, I'm not saying that he's not great in the ring, but it's just... It's, I don't know. I think he's right. stale. Yeah, like, how many Miz kicks can we see from him? <laughs> Where do we go after the Miz? <laughs> Mind you, what? that this is also the same person that maybe two, three weeks ago that was smitten by the idea of another Miz and Daniel Bryan oh, feud. Oh, I love the feud. Don't get me wrong. So I, are I, you that's, s- that's more Miz than it is Bryan, okay. by the way. So are you saying that you can just replace Brian with anybody and it'll be the same exact feel um, or better given time not and not anybody no but anybody does WWE is not it, no. really have that time <laughs> the no. competitors are growing rapidly on their butt cheeks um Look, eight more years with somebody else and it'll be a great feud <laughs> that that's a little long <laughs> <laughs> that'll only put them at 143 what are we talking about <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, there's some guys that I think, yes, I think you can put right in there. And I think the first one that comes to mind is a Velveteen Dream. You you call him up and you have a feud instantly right there. And yes, that's a that's a cheap move because he's one of the best that NXT has. But you you talk about replacing a guy, yeah, Velveteen Dream. I would take Velveteen Dream over Daniel Bryan. So you get a better guy on the mic and no Brie Bella. Okay. Yeah. You got me there. Okay. Um. I mean, as far as... Uh, this was way too involved of a question for me to even think about on a Monday morning. So, I really didn't have any. Um, do you, uh, obviously, throwing that question out, I assume you do. That I would just cut right off... I mean, anyone who's even remotely considered a part-timer, like Lesnar, uh, the Bellas came back and they could have just kept walking. Yeah. I, I, I really... I don't feel the need for them. They did what they had to do, and it's great. They, They're an integral part. Of Raw on SmackDown. I love the sarcasm <laughs> that is oozing out of this. This is great. That is going to be her new nickname. Sarc. 
castle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's what we do here. We just bounce ideas around. We just we, we we get all sorts of fancy. I agree with you with the I agree with you with the Bellas. Um, and and Bree being this free agent that you can bounce from show to show. Uh, for some reason, it you're annoys bouncing, me. You're bouncing someone show to show that almost killed themselves and someone else while trying to dive through the ropes. Yeah, that yeah. was that was brutal, brutal to see. That's really who you want bouncing around, not like top tier talent that would actually like you could bounce fucking Styles and Reigns around. But Brie Bella, really integral. <laughs> what was that? Kevin Sark- Owens, let him go wherever he wants. Yes, oh, and yes. I do like Sorry. that they. I'd like that they started that Kevin Owens can do basically anything. whatever he wants on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. Whoever came up with that idea. But anyone else? I mean, I believe it was Constable Baron Corbin. <laughs> I'm wondering who she's taking her name after. <laughs> Still hasn't come to me yet, but no. maybe later. <laughs> so, um, I mean. We're really not going to touch on a lot of other responses. A lot of the ones that were thrown out there. (laughs) Now, there are listeners. We're going to try and give them to you, too, so don't fucking badmouth them yet. Cripes. I saw a lot of mojos out there, I mean, for... Obvious reasons. The colognes I saw there. I mean, people forgot that they they come back once, and people already want them to go back. I I don't blame people for that, because I I just... um, They need a third member. Do you... Oh, well, what do you possibly, bring back? Possibly one that chews apples and then spits them out at you. It's been done. Yeah, but he did it really well. I, I I'm not know. saying just let anyone do it. Right. I don't want to, like, the boogeyman to come back and start spitting apples. Or maybe... What do you guys think of a Carlito return for the Colognes? Would that make the difference for you guys? Would you want to see them just because of Carlito? Carlito and who? I... And the Colognes. Yes. Oh, the Colognes? No, thank you. <laughs> uh... Maybe I want to see Carlito and No Way Jose pair up. Maybe with Mojo Jojo as well. Just the worst team possible. The villain from the Powderpuff Girls? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he goes by Mojo Rally now, but... <laughs> okay. I'm going to pretend that I don't know why you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have... Thousands of little cousins, and that's what happens when you hang out with girl cousins. I'm, get, I'm seriously questioning this one. Oh, I think we're going to put up a technical fail. <laughs> so, let's move on to the second topic question. Sure, sure, sure. And um, this one, I really, I, I really like the concept of this one, uh, and it wasn't even mine, so I'm not just doing that to inflate my own ego, <laughs> but. You don't need to inflate me anymore. Great question. <laughs> it's um, what are your thoughts on two or five live guys being added to some raw storylines? Is it good for them mentality or not interested? Regardless, do you feel they need to utilize this talent they already have? Which I mean, everyone's been screaming about booking and um, just guys sitting in the back. So, I mean, I'm sure a part of it's Vince seeing that guys are just sitting on their ass until one day a one day a month and filming a bunch of 205 Live stuff. but This, this wasn't a Vince move. I'm just saying, like, with this, like, there's so much that goes into it. It's, they could work a lot more, first of all. Like, they can work these live things. And there's so much talent down there that 205 Live can't just contain them. You need to work them in more. Numbers have been dropping for that. So this is their way of getting them exposure 
and hoping that it ha- like works backwards and people will start watching 205 Live because of... Seeing who- them on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, if they're used right in the right way, that's a great idea. But, I mean, I did like the Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley. I just... I mean, Lashley kind of needs it, to be honest. And Leo Rush is a, a good fit for him because he's got a big mouth anyway. The Drake Maverick, I'm still a little iffy on. I think AOP does need a manager, and we'll see if this works out for him. He's kind of like the exact – he's the, the definition of the exact opposite of AOP. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and Paul Eilwing, for that matter. And then you get Gulak, who's just mugging people. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. What do you guys think? I feel like, you know, for people – that are more casual than us that aren't on wrestling Twitter. I don't think they know who the 205 live guys and even to some extent who the next people are or the NXT people are either. So, you know, having a little crossover for the 205 guys is really is bringing them to a whole new audience. And it does, you do worry a little bit that are they, is this the end of, End of what? We seem to have lost them, but don't worry. We're going to get them back. So right now, we're going to try and finish his thought. I have no idea what he was about to say, so I don't think that's possible. See what happens when you try and integrate too many technologies? Wait, wait. We there? We're back. Yeah, there we go. So, Nuclear Heat Podcast comes out of New Jersey? Yeah. yeah. What's up, dude? Parts unknown. I guess the fucking Wi-Fi connection out there is a little iffy. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah, finish your thought. Uh, so did we? Did we hear that we're we're a little worried that perhaps this is the end of Two Hundred Five Live? And yes, yeah, you, that's where okay. you kind of cut off. You left us at the okay, cliffhanger. Then, you said the uh, end. Yeah. The muscles Lashley does need some kind of talking piece because he's failed in everything since he's been back. Even with the greatest guys, including Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. just can't can't get him over in any way. Yeah, I, I think the funny thing is when I first saw Leo Rush, I didn't realize it was Leo Rush because I'm so used to seeing him from the indies that looking the way he was looking like that, I just kind of had to do a double take. Yeah, he got rid of the blonde uh, thing on yeah. the top of his head. Um, but I, I think it's the perfect person for Lashley. I think it's a perfect integration because he needs personality. Like, even yeah, though he yeah. comes down smiling and it's just, he, he just it doesn't do it. He's the same personality he left with, he came back with. It's just very dull. Like, I got big muscles. I can punch you really hard. And, yes. Yeah, I agree. Is, yeah, the smiling thing. That, that bothered, for some reason, me especially, that bothers me that the superstars come down smiling. I've, I've been saying this about Apollo Crews forever. Uh, I just The smiling thing bothers the hell out of me. I really hate it when anybody smiles, so <laughs> I agree with you 100%. And they, they already had a better friendly monster in, in Braun until a few weeks ago, you know? Yeah, which they so completely it, botched. In comparison. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're going to get into some good conversation. I can just feel it brewing. <laughs> Although I'm hungry, so that might be something else brewing. Uh, I mean, and as far as the other 205 guys they're integrating, I mean, of course, Gulak, 
is, I mean, we're of course partial because he's a Philly guy. Yeah, he's a Philly guy, and we supported him and his brother. But I mean, I love the way his character is has been evolving. I want to double back real quick and go to the end of Two Hundred Five Live. Okay. Yeah. If it is the end of Two Hundred Five Live, then I feel like a lot of these guys that are on Two Hundred Five Live are just going to be. Back to the Indies? Yeah, done, done or with. Or wherever. They need this show because they have so much going on with every other show that they can't... They have a hard enough time putting together a fucking three-hour show. They add eight, ten more people. Yeah. They're going to get lost in the shuffle. Well, now, I'm going to ask you guys a question because this is one thing that myself and Joe have been talking about, about 205 Live, is we believe that the time slot that they have them on the 205 Live should be moved to a Thursday and put it at 8 o'clock and put it on the network and you have the primetime live special of 205 Live every week on the network which you created this for like that's why you created the network so then you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of live wrestling well technically yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a better, better plan than yeah. Yeah, I, I just, Man, that's a lot of wrestling. That's a lot of WWE wrestling yeah. at that. Well, guess what? There's already so much. Yeah, guess there's what? There's a good. Lot of wrestling out there. What we do is we cut two hours off of Raw, and then we put 205 Live behind Raw on USA. Boy. No. Yeah, no, I mean, that whole roster you're going to limit to an hour? They can yeah, barely fit in three hours, and you're going to put them in an hour? Well, we mostly just need Zig and Mac. And maybe Braun. That's about it. What about KO? You do realize this oh, would KO, backfire. Yeah, those four guys. Yeah, 20 minutes a piece or whatever. <laughs> so, four that, guys. Four guys, 20 minutes a piece, 80 minutes. That fits right into an hour. 60 minutes. <laughs> I'm so glad I was the only one who got that. Thank you. <laughs> Someone fucking took math lessons from fucking Scott Steiner. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? Voorhees? Is that is that where you guys at? Voorhees High School? <laughs> we're, we are in Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> fucking high school. So, um, to our third and final one that I put out um, earlier the, This today. is the one he's going to fucking really harp on. This is the one he's really going to go over. To... It's going to go really in-depth. It's going to be fucking 45 <laughs> minutes long of going over my question. Well, okay. This is my question that I put out. Question. Probably the best question of the three. I fucking hate Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, the third and final one is... Hey, Rob, you're going to comb my ego like she's combing heads? What the hell, man? <laughs> so, Bound for Glory is completely sold out. Meanwhile, Evolution ticket sales are struggling. It's a mystery. <laughs> is this due to venue slice, booking... What was that? Or could it even be people not into the women's revolution anymore? Uh, I think it's a combination of a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people aren't into it, but I think that the writers are fucking idiots, and they don't write the women's stuff correctly, so nobody gives a shit. And then they have way too many pay-per-views, cut them down by, like, half as many per year, and uh, they didn't announce any matches yet, and the tickets have been on sale for weeks. Like, maybe just announce half, even, if you want some surprises. Mm-hmm. And well, then uh, they have they're marketing. They haven't marketed at, at all. They had the wrestlers like really hyped about it for two weeks, and that was it. It doesn't feel like it's being treated like the you know big four, which I think legit for the first one should be 
yeah. we should be hyping this like it's you know another SummerSlam. And yes. More hype for Australia, which I don't give a fucking shit about. Like, yeah, we'll watch it, but <laughs> <laughs> only to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> to watch it is the problem. Like, we have to watch Hell in a Cell. Like, we just can't skip them. Like, we want to. Like, yeah, there goes your ratings. If you skip watching <laughs> Hell in a Cell, then you go into a, a rating. We've got tons of other podcast ideas, though. We'll just slip in secret episodes. We'll name them something wrestling-related. There you go. That'll get the people's eyes. <laughs> Nuclear Heat Podcast. No holds bar. <laughs> we talk about grocery shopping. <laughs> Nuclear Heat Podcast. Sarcasm goes after the teller because they charge her an extra two dollars for her skittles. No holds bar. Uh, I don't. When I looked, I looked at Bound for Glory and saw that it was sold out. It didn't. First, it didn't surprise me. But like you said, with the way they've been marketing and promoting the women's All right, evolution. Well, I'm going to throw a wrench in the old spokes. You're talking about two different venues, though. If it was, they, well, were, they were running a month apart and Impact sold out Nassau Coliseum and then the women's evolution it was only halfway there, then I can see how you have a little bit of a, a, a competitive comparison, but they're selling out an arena that maybe is half the size of that. Which is good. I'm not taking anything away from Impact. Impact has been actually one of the highlights of wrestling. Yes. As of late. But, I mean, it's kind of apples and oranges when you talk about the size. Because if the women's uh, evolution was in a 5,000, 7,000-seat arena, Mm -hmm. it's going to sell out. It's already sold. It would have already been sold out. Yeah. Well, the only reason I say it the uh, the way I did was because this is what everyone wanted. This was give divas a chance. This was so big and everyone wanting in. Now you're giving them, well, what you think they want and a pay-per-view. And it's WWE. It's, in quotes, the juggernaut. You should be able to sell, you know what I mean, on something that everybody supposedly wants and is in on. But yet you're you're still not selling that out. Well, Rob and Cass already touched on it. They're, they've backseated it to two other pay-per-views that are happening within weeks of that one. Mm-hmm. Like, you backseated it for Hell in a Cell, which is the next pay-per-view. You're supposed to hype up your next pay-per-view, which is fine. Yeah. But then you have Australia, which happens, what, r- right before it or right after it? Uh, They're happening within, like, a week or two before. of each other. Yeah, right? before. Before. That's yeah. before. Then so you're hyping show. up the super show down under yeah. Blunder. <laughs> and then you've had this monumental... All women's pay-per-view. First time that they're ever going to do this. First time that the women are all going to be spotlighted. And Roman Reigns with some lipstick. <laughs> and Romana Reigns. What, what was that? Romana Reigns. Oh, Romana. Oh, she's, a, she's a spicy meat the ball. He come down. You can be the Superman punch. Oh, yes. <laughs> but you backseat it. You're supposed to... And I agree. The booking hasn't been great. They've announced a few matches that have been like, okay, they're somewhat exciting, but you get Becky Charlotte for the third time in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get Trish versus Bliss, which is a good match, but not what, oh, not, yeah. not the one you wanted to see. You get the Iconics are wrestling, I believe, um, Asuka and Naomi. Mm-hmm. And then you don't forget the Mickey James. Mickey James versus, is it Lita? No. Lita. 
No, Mickey James and Lita? Yes. Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. yeah. And then you have uh, Carrie Sane's going to be putting up the title. We don't know who against, but you're right. Booking has been, I mean, you should be hyping this up. They're trying to yeah. pull what All In did and not announce the card and be like, oh, we're going to sell it out. They could do it. We could do it. This is the first ever. That's all we have to say. I think the problem's the Bella, though. You know what I mean? Oh, the, you get, the Bella thing. It's the big rumor of Nikki Bella Rousey. Versus Rousey as the main event. That's another reason. Even if it's just a rumor and nothing is announced, the rumor of Nikki Bella being the main eventer against Ronda Rousey, who want? No one wants to see that. Just because. You want to see that? Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. Really? Yeah. Like this, uh, this isn't like hidden sarcasm, right? You legitimately want to see it? Yeah. I'm on your side. I do not want to see that. Okay. I th- how, I mean, who else do we want to see Rhonda against? How long did her nose grow when she said that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i picking who I want to see her against, you're saving, obviously going to save the whole Charlotte thing. Oh, you build this up for Asuka, 100%. Yes. Do a, a, have her fucking just... Have her skip over to Raw. She's not doing anything on SmackDown anyway. I did think when uh, they brought Asuka back, they were going to bring her to Raw and have her face Ronda, but then they just brought her back to SmackDown, so. Dude, honestly, I would take, I don't know, there's like maybe maybe three of them. Um, who's the, um, man, and I'm spacing right now, just on SmackDown, uh, the MMA fighter, help me out. Oh, Sonya Deville. Thank you. I would take Sonya versus Ronda again at you know what I mean? That I would take that over Bella, to be honest. Either Bella. I, I think the if the Bellas are on the show, they really need to be the tag, tag team, team. The Bellas, and it really just has to be a spectacle match. Yes. They're not. They're not. They're not no. tricking anyone. Well, yeah. I mean, that's when magic does trick people. Yeah, because they look so alike. They're from the previous generation, and. Towards the end of their run, they had really improved, but if you compare them to the women on, that are on the roster now, they're they're not really at the same wrestling level. Mm-hmm. And so they're popular. They have a you know a reality show that is popular. Yeah, they have do. Have them come mm-hmm. out and be a spectacle, but True. the main event is not a good use. I think I, I said I wanted to see the Bellas versus the Iconics originally. At, you couldn't you couldn't turn me away from that pay-per-view more if you put the Bellas against the Iconics. Uh, you just basically uh, cursed uh, at them twice. What other tag team are they going to face and not look like the worst thing ever? No, speaking I agree. Of, speaking, speaking of tag teams, uh, rumored is that they're going to be introducing the Women's Tag Team Championship at this yeah. pay-per-view. But the rumor is that it's not going to be any of the tag teams that you would think like this is the only reason that you put Bailey and Sasha together is to compete for this title, mm-hmm. and then one of them eventually turn on each other, do it like Shawn Michaels Triple H stat style. Yeah. Uh, but you have um, Mandy and Sonya. Yes. You have uh, I think there was another. They were bringing back two of the older girls to to wrestle, but that those are just the rumors and speculations. But. I mean, you you would think you have tag teams. You have the Bellas. You have the Iconics. You have Sasha and Bailey. You They're have t- loading. Yeah. Um, now Asuka and Naomi. Yeah. So you would think that they have what they need to make this happen. Well, and yeah. then you have the NXT women. That some of them are ready to come up. Some aren't. Mm-hmm. A lot aren't. <laughs> I just 
I mean, I don't know if you get the May Young final. That's going to be that's the May e- Young final is worth it's, it. It's already been leaked on who won. I haven't seen it. Ooh. Thank God. And then you got the U, the women's NXT UK champion. Yes. So there are going to be good matches. They're just not the blockbuster matches that are going to draw in a huge audience. The people that are going to draw in a huge audience is the fucking Bellas, unfortunately. <laughs> and Ronda. Yeah. So you have your two largest followings, and that's going to be your main event. I guess. I, I don't know. Um, I also wanted to ask you guys about when we were talking about the Super Show. Uh, I brought up the point last week about Hell in a Cell and how even though, I mean, they have a full match card, in which they should four days out at this point, but it always seemed, even before they had the full card, that they were paying the most attention to the Super Show more than they were their upcoming pay-per-view. And, uh, and then rightfully so in a business standpoint, because you're going to make more money in Australia than you will with Hell in a Cell. But, I mean, it just seems bad form as a company to not be putting all in your in your next pay-per-view. I agree. I I think more than anything, this all three of these pay per views, it's really about timing. Somebody should have said we're bumping three pay per views into five weeks. You know? No, no, it's fine. Um, Was that your Vince impersonation? (laughs) (laughs) Rob does the better Vince. (laughs) Wait, can we get a a comparison now, real quick? Go ahead. Nope, don't get shy on us now, damn it. Oh, my. <laughs> Yours? I- I'm totally choked up. I can't. <laughs> you put him on the spot. See what happens? Yeah, I well, I asked for a perfect improv, and I got nothing. <laughs> Have you guys shook his hand? <laughs> I think I, I still I, like Cass's better. <laughs> It was the subtleness. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. get a segue real quick. Go ahead. Booyah. Upcoming were the two go-home shows, Raw and SmackDown. Now, these go-home shows just keep getting more and more fucking interesting and more fun and great. Terrible. Yep. <laughs> I don't even think we should call them the go-home shows anymore. Just call it another week. This yeah. is just another yeah. week. It's, and not, it's not the build that we used to see on Monday Night Raw way back. Where you have the, the you ha- you are gearing up storylines. You're going all for broke with a lot of like at least three or four marquee matchups that have had a great build. Now you're just getting like meh. You're getting the shoulder shrug treatment. Yeah, we got a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw this together. You've had the SmackDown has been astronomically better than anything that raw has been doing yes just because raw has always been that (laughs) raw has always been that like uh let's just throw a bunch of shit together we got big names we'll put them together and they're doing the same thing now they brought the shield back now you got the what the hell did braun call him on monday oh um go ahead war war dogs dogs of war War. sorry the dogs of war that's it so the dogs of war versus the shield well hounds of justice if you're gonna use the one dog name, you gotta use the other. That's why they did it. <laughs> so who's the panting Chihuahua? <laughs> Out of all of them, it'd have to be Dolph. 
<laughs> it's definitely my zig. <laughs> Dolphy zigs? <laughs> I think with, although, like, like you said, with SmackDown, uh, with Hell in a Cell, especially the Samoa Joe AJ, that build has been... It's been all Samoa it's, Joe. Well, yeah, but it's been perfect. Everything they've done. I mean, this story that they read on SmackDown, it when they were reading it, the first thing I thought of was the Samuel L. Jackson narrated book. Snakes the, on a Plane? No, Go the Fuck to Sleep. Yeah. Like, that was the first thing I thought of because it had the same type rhythm. Undertones? Yeah, but not only that, just the, the way they did it, the illustrations coming to life looking like comic books with AJ and, and the entire story, it was so well done you often forget it's the same company running the show the night before. Mojo's the best thing they have right now. He should be the champ. He should be the star of everything. I, I think part of what made that Samoa Joe storybook feel so uh, fun was that, in general, they use SmackDown as the pure wrestling show. Like, I would have expected that bit on Raw. Mm-hmm. I would have that bit on Raw to be done poorly. It would be more like a Saturday Night Live bit than (laughs) what we got. But in general, your two hours of SmackDown is basically wrestling. So, I don't know. It was a nice treat. A treat. Instead of of three hours of bad jokes and behind the scenes uh, and people recording with their cell phones. Fake texting. Fake texting. I thought they did away with that. Oh no! <laughs> I must have been it's in La La Land. for me. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you guys what you what your take is on um the whole Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H storyline now. Get him out of here. Really? But well, before we get too much deeper, deeper, too, too, too much deeper, but too much deeper does not sound right. Too at all. deeper. No, deeper. that doesn't sound right at all either. <laughs> anyway. The deeper. The deeper. Yeah. Yeah. The deepest. The deeperest. <laughs> Got it. Anyway. I think we're going to go with that one. The deeperest. When did you start, when did you both start watching wrestling? Was it before the Attitude Hour, during, after? I was watching wrestling... Uh, during the Monday Night Wars. Okay, so attitude. Which when I came into wrestling, I I mean I'd watched it before that as a kid, but I was my high school and college years align pretty well with the Monday Night Wars. So. Okay. Yeah, my parents watched Monday Night Wars, so I would have to watch it. But then we watched on and off for like years. Yeah, both and, of us. Uh, just recently came back when they stopped treating the women like garbage was really yeah the, the propeller the we really did come back hearing that you know there's better treatment of everyone yeah attracted us a more a more equitable wrestling really did attract us to come back over the past two or three years mm-hmm. uh, where I mean I kept up but we certainly didn't watch every week. Every week, week now. Okay. So, I was just trying to get a gauge of why the go-away for the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H type feud. But 
you're right in the meat of all of that mm-hmm. for the most part. But it is interesting that you said that you came back because of the better treatment of women and basically all of the talent in general. So maybe that's what maybe that's what kind of sways your your answer for for that because you want to see what you want to see what you what what interests you to come back is the the new talent the women the what could be great matchups and storylines and whatnot and you don't want to see the old farts try and put together a 25 minute match with a bad hip and wandering eye <laughs> and when 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 michaels was saying a few weeks ago that you know he didn't want to be in a big marquee one-on-one match at WrestleMania, but he would do a tag with his friends that was going to be low pressure. Yeah. I was kind of on board with that. And I feel the same way about seeing low pressure matches for Undertaker too. It's just that, you know, as we age, you can't perform at the level anymore. And so seeing Undertaker now kind of, detracts from your memories of Undertaker when he was at his finest. And when you have, like, the Seth Rollins match leading into here's Undertaker versus Triple H being slow as hell and doing two spots. Like, no thanks. It just doesn't look good. And here's where I do agree that in the ring it's probably going to be a complete and utter clusterfuck of old fogies. But I think for this particular matchup that they're going to I mean, which is going to take away from everyone else, but I feel like that these guys are going to be able to promote and really build this feud up, and it's really going to get you interested. Maybe not from a wrestling aspect, but... And it's not going to be a a fucking five-star Meltzer special, but it's going to probably tell a really good story in the ring. It's going to be slower than what you might be accustomed to, but I feel like with the chemistry that these three have, especially Triple H can still move. He's probably yes, he's yes. probably the best one out of the three right now. Although Michaels has been out so long, we don't know what the hell he even looks like in a ring anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he could be working us when he's saying that he's slowed down. Yeah, it's also true. He's he's well, one of the greatest that ever did it. I mean, being fit, I mean, he's only he's not that much older than Styles. No, I mean, he not, is, he, but yeah, I mean, as far as as far as athleticism and hanging with him, I bet you he could, but. I think when he says that slowing down thing, he's not going to be able to to kick up and and do a lot of the uh, like the backflip off the top and stuff like that like he did 97 Michaels, but still I mean, it's not like the guy forgets how to go in the ring. And he looks in probably the best shape he's ever been in. Not period. only that, but him and Hunter as well were not just great in the move set, well more Michaels than Hunter, but the actual selling and the entertainment value that they brought to a match is something that a lot of people lack nowadays. Like mm-hmm. the actual, like the comedy shtick and the, the funniness that can go on in a match. And yeah, I mean, it, it's not always going to have to be serious. And, yeah. the, and these guys know how to bring out a different level of entertainment. Well, that, and that's the thing. And like you guys said, with them needing like a, a buffer to kind of help guide them through a match, I mean, that's the other thing I think that it could be leading to as far as 
I don't know. I, I went back and forth with this idea, and I even um, ran it by Joe. I texted him when I when it hit me. But when Mankind, or Mankind, Mick Foley came back. He's still the same person. Yeah. Um, I, a part of me thought, like, okay, maybe they could do a Taker Foley versus Hunter Michaels at the Super Show. And then there's your tag match for, for Taker and for Michaels. And then, I mean, but the only thing is then... Hunter's the only one that can really go go. Everyone else is kind of pieced back together. I'd be way more into that idea, honestly. Yeah, the tag match. Mm-hmm. And, and not at the top of the card. And not at the top of the card. And for something like the Australia show, I don't want to see it at WrestleMania, which everybody wants to see Shawn Michaels Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like, no thank you. Especially when it's in New Jersey and we're probably going to go. Like... <laughs> Well, so, well, well la da <laughs> We're gonna go to WrestleMania. Yes, we're gonna go right in our Bentleys. We're gonna drive right up to the front door. And you know what? Dolph Ziggler's gonna escort me down to the arena. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so, if, if Michaels is really truly only back for one more match, wouldn't you rather see him give the shine to somebody young rather than try and recreate something we've already seen? Well, see, I don't think... I mean, yes and no with that one. I think he did that for the under The Undertaker didn't need it, but that was kind of his way of elevating The Undertaker even higher than he already was. The only We didn't know later on that he was only going to be brought back down from by Brock Lesnar and then Roman Reigns, but mm-hmm. you kind of put him over on your way out mentality if he came back for one more for one young guy i mean who's the one young guy that is and i say young and i mean young like aj styles isn't young no like who's that one guy that he's gonna put over and like launch them into superstardom who's i mean he's on his way and that johnny gargano I, I see. I think it's <laughs> no way. She said no way. <laughs> no, I'm thinking Johnny Gargano. WrestleMania 37, your main event for absolutely nothing. No way, Jose. I mean Adam Rose. I mean no way, Adam Rose. Zay versus the Heartbreak Man. <laughs> yeah, because you can't call him the Heartbreak Kid anymore. He doesn't have the hair. Do you? No. you just can't do it anymore. And he's old. He's he the Heartbreak. He looks way too old. He's the Heartbreak Man. The heartbreak. The yeah. The kid at heart. The heartbreak kid. Everything the, turns into a promo. The kid of heart heartbreaking <laughs> the kid who's really a man. Coming to you, WrestleMania 37, main event, no way, Jose, Rat, Adam Rose, Shawn Michaels, the Rosebuds, the Waze Buds. And Mojo Rally. And Mojo Dojo. Coming in. Triple threat match put him up with honestly be for like that'd be for like the european title i feel Shawn michaels versus no way jose yeah circa 19 i can't believe we we got to this point to where we're talking Shawn michaels versus no way jose it took us 43 minutes but we finally took it off the rails we did what we always set out to do (laughs) so the other thing that we definitely wanted to talk about was definitely the well, what everybody has an opinion about in, uh, in wrestling is the Shield. What? How do you guys feel about the Shield? Do you 
like them back together? Do you rather have them singles? Doubles? Triples? <laughs> I do not like the shield. I don't want to see them together. I don't like their shtick. I don't like Roman. Seth is fine by himself. He doesn't need these two. Dean seems really bored every time he's on screen. Clearly doesn't want to be there. I used to really hate on Roman, but I think he does uh, uh, get a bit of a bad rap. You know? Being bad. Uh, Rob, Rob, you're in my boat. I agree. Yeah, all three of us agree. Did we agree that he definitely gets a bad rap? The top five, they're gonna have detractors. Mm-hmm. Superman punch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean one of Roman's downfalls with. Uh, the majority of people is his overuse of his five. He's he's like a Cena, like the five moves that he has. He -hmm. only has those. He's going to use them. I mean, he uses them with a lot of intensity, but I mean, I do think that he gets a little bit of a bad rap when it comes to, I mean, he's one of the hardest workers that they have and he's a guy that they can shovel out there every single night. I mean, and he does have the look that you want of a champion. Maybe not the personality that you want. That I mean, there's yeah. many ways that he could be elevated so that people will actually... And I don't think just a heel turn. I don't think... I'll just turn him heel and everyone will love him. They'll start cheering him. That's not really what you want. He's still going to do the Superman punch. Yeah, I don't... So. I think at this point, if he turned, I don't... I mean, you, yeah, you, you boo him for all the right reasons. But you were booing him anyway, so you're not really... I mean, nothing's really changing. Now you're just hurting merch sales for the children. And it's all about the children. The t-shirts. we got to sell them t-shirts. <laughs> you don't become a juggernaut by not selling t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I, like your, I like the point you made about Dean Ambrose. Um, even as jacked as he came back... Uh, I still think he's, and he's like this with interviews and stuff too. It's just, he's very disinterested no matter what it is. Um, promos in the ring. He just, he doesn't look very believable and I don't know. I mean, he's always been kind of like that, but now it seems more obvious than ever. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's only been in what one match since he's been back. Mm -hmm. And the match actually wasn't that bad. It wasn't him versus Ziggler. It's actually a pretty good match. It was a good match, yeah. So Ziggler carried him the whole time. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I don't think that... I think that's always been his kind of... His persona. He's mm-hmm. he's supposed yeah. to be the lunatic. Now he's just a little bit more quiet. I mean, he still has the 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 goofiness about him. I mean, you saw on Raw with the, the him and the cop, which was actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. I mean, he does have a personality. It's just that he's one of the guys that I don't know if they want to put the pedal down on him and really go for it. They always seem to to draw themselves back. Like he he won the WWE title and dropped it to AJ Styles. Not that far, not that long. Like he had that whole thing with they had the Shield back. Rollins was like a tweener, babyface heel. He had Roman getting booed like usual, and then you had Dean Ambrose who wins the Money in the Bank, comes out, cashes it in, huge pop. And it just seems like they he gets these pops, he's over, and then they pull back. Mm-hmm. They push everyone else in front of him. Even as the champion, they were putting Styles over him. Yes. So I don't think it's his fault. I don't think that he's not. I don't think that he's not interested. I just think that everyone everyone else is going to get the the go ahead over him. He's the, he was the leader of the Shield. 
when the shield first came to fruition, mm-hmm. and now he's the third wheel. I mean, partially to injury, but he's always kind. Of, he kind of took that seat before that. That's why they split him up between brands. Yeah. So yeah. the the other thing, <clears throat> I'm trying just to skip around because it's the first time we've ever talked with you guys. So we're tra- I'm trying to touch on all the popular stuff that we have been. We're going to touch going on, on every single yeah. fucking topic in all of wrestling and we're going to try and do it in another 12 minutes <laughs> no problem the uh the thing i was talking about was the nwo reunion tour um and i mean obviously we don't know exactly what it is um there's been the announcement in the video and the really really bad spray beard that hogan was wearing in the video um but october 27th i believe is the date where this is going to be revealed. What What's your thoughts on this whole original NWO thing? I, I, I no longer want to see oh, Hulk yeah. Hogan. Nah, no, thank you. Um, and I was disappointed in WWE when they reinstated him into the Hall of Fame. Agreed. And I'll be very disappointed if they bring him back on TV. I'm... I'm I'm through with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, there's fond memories of him from my childhood in a yellow T-shirt. Ripping there's fond shirts. memories early of NWO. Santa and, with muscles. <laughs> Mr. And, Nanny. And now I'm done. <laughs> Suburban Commando was really good. That's a very underrated <laughs> movie. <laughs> I was frozen today. <laughs> no randomness at all there. Um. I, I mean, both of us agree with you guys the same way. Um, uh, uh, basically, our opinion on it is, ba- is you if you're going to take him out, he's out for good. Um, it, it's gone. You wipe your hands clean, and that's basically it. But if you had full intention of reinstating someone, then never take him out to begin with, and you don't catch as big a backlash. You still catch shit for it, but you never took him out, so there's no announcement that he has to come back in. Mm-hmm. So you never take him out. You never have this fucking big announcement like, oh, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was reinstated today. It just it never happened. Like, he was never taken out. You don't have to have this announcement only after three years. I agree that he should have been taken out and just left out. Yeah. He got in. He fucked up. I mean, we'll compare it to a real sport. Uh, like, you don't get into the Hall of Fame for cheating in any other sports. That's Pete Rose. And as you evolve as a society, you don't get in for being a racist mm-hmm. or a pedophile or uh, anything, a rapist. Murderer. So, I mean, you're supposed to evolve. You took a step forward, and now you take a step back by... By reneging on your freaking yeah, the whole instinct of taking him out pisses off all your current superstars. Yeah, book out, and you still like yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, I mean, and it's I, I don't know if that was a a Vince decision. Well, I mean, you would have to assume all decisions happened. come from Vince, but I mean, Hunter seems to be the guy that's trying to. Men fences, yeah, men fences and anything that there was bad with relationships, trying to mend them. So I don't know. A part of me feels like he probably had a hand in that as well. But I don't know. I think their mindset is, well, uh, he served his time. Let's put him back in when you can't, you really can't do that. Like you Joe said, you can't put a number on the 
people that it affected. You can't say, oh, well, three years is enough. But three years obviously wasn't enough. Yeah, just as Titus and, and the New Day. Just a couple. His behavior hasn't suggested that he's improved in any way. No. I mean, his first major statement after his reinstatement is, the guys that don't like it don't understand what it means to be a wrestler. Yeah. That's not an apology. That, to, to be in the brotherhood of wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's a jerk. Yeah. 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 He got reinstated, and now it's all about him again. Now he's back. Now he could be the Hulkster again. And now everyone can forget, oh, this is what I did in 1988. This is what I did in 1986. This is what I did in 1996. Mm-hmm. So now this is what I'll be remembered for forever. Everyone will forget that I'm a racist. Yeah doesn't work that way hulkster so i'm actually in agreement with you guys saying that uh keep the nwo if you're gonna bring an nw just no you know what just keep the new world order as what it was one of the greatest factions of all time don't bring it back you can this in this day and age of wrestling you don't have to keep recycling ideas you can come up with new ones case in point the undisputed era Mm -hmm. nwo 2.0 with all new guys yeah, I mean, they they knew they were going to do something with the NWO because months before this whole Hogan thing happened, WWE trademarked and filed for the copyright for NWO again. So they were planning on doing something. Now, was it with Hogan? And did Hogan just all of a sudden drop into their, into their lap and they were like, hey, well, we got it for a reason, but which, of course, you'll never know now. But, I mean... Now, my friend, our friend, Mike, had a good theory on what they actually brought this back for. And it actually could make a lot of sense that they trademarked it, they got it, mm-hmm. Hogan got reinstated. So now what they're going to do is you're going to be able to play as the NWO in 2K19. That would be the only way, that would be the only reason that they did all this so that they can just put it in the game. Okay. And that's it. And that's the big announcement. So now you can get the, the NWO party pack or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, I'd be fine with that because I can just skip over them on the player select screen and not worry about it. And that would be a reason that you would have to trademark because you can't put the NWO in yeah. a video game and not have the, the not have the, the trademark for it. Correct, yeah. Or there's going to be a lawsuit from Hulk Hogan. You're going to have to give him even more money. <laughs> or Bischoff. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that, I never heard that point before, but I like, I mean, that, that makes a whole lot of sense to be honest. Um, the one last thing I do want to do is, um, a little fantasy booking. Oh, yeah. We're going to give you guys five superstars. You pick five, we pick five, and it's a traditional Survivor Series team. From just WWE? Just WWE. Okay. I wasn't aware of this. He just sprung this out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so basically we're booking the main event. You guys get a team. We get a team. We'll give okay. you the first pick since you are guest. Oh, uh, uh, we Paul can. Ziggler, obviously. Oh, I was just gonna throw in there. You can do WWE slash NXT. If that changes uh, okay. your mind. Uh, nah. <laughs> okay, so they got Dolphy Ziggs. So go ahead, Joe. You can you can take our first pick then. Dolph Ziggler. So they're gonna put together. I think I know which way that they're gonna go with this. I think. I know which way. I okay. think that they're going to have like a really big team, like big people, minus Ziggler. Mm-hmm. He's just really orange, and he's got blonde hair. So we're going to need something. Don't forget the Hunter's Helmsley ironed hair, too. Yes. Oh, that beautiful ironed hair. Mm-hmm. 
More like, well, yeah, definitely Hunter, but yeah. more like Fabio. Yeah, that too. It looks so good. It's feathered and lethal. <laughs> so if they're taking Ziggler, hmm. Come on, you have the entire roster. I know, I have a lot of roster. That's what makes it so hard. <laughs> i got to put together a team that can go toe-to-toe with them. So if you're going to do Ziggler, I'm going to take Adam Cole. Okay, thank you. I, I, it took you that long to come out with Adam Cole. <laughs> I feel like that's a great matchup. It is, but, I mean, I, good, yeah. five yeah, seconds next, I thought that would have taken. But their next pick is going to destroy our next three picks. No, it isn't. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go Samoa Joe. Oh, wow. That was See? a lot more, yep. more different than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. I'm glad you picked Samoa Joe. I'm going to go with KO. We Stole gonna, it right out from under us. We're going to put together the whoop-ass team. All right, I'm going to go Miz. Son of a bitch. No, it's all right. We don't need the Miz. We don't need the Miz. Okay. So we got... We got So we got KO and, and Adam Cole. Hmm, they got... It's going gonna to be an all-heel versus yeah. all-heel team. <laughs> yeah. Joe and people. Miz. Ziggs, so. Joe, Miz versus KO and... And uh, Adam Cole. And Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. My next pick. What was it? Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, yep. What? Who are you thinking? Because you didn't pick one yet. I know. <laughs> well, you're going for all the all the talking heels. Oh, yeah. All, all, the, all the good heels. guys, yeah. Do we want some... Some backup? Sure. We might as well get somebody big in there. Probably the monster in the bank. A Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman. <laughs> all right. Damn it. Um, so, all right. They got someone big. So, we got to count. So, that means we only have the great Kali. That's all we can take. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only next step in this. Or Eligante. Oh, boy. Um, that might have went over both their heads. I think that's over both their heads, to be honest. Um. I'm going to go with McIntyre. Ooh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. <laughs> All right, so what's, who's number five? I'm dying to know. Number five? It's got to be like a it's gotta be like a, a big name. Well, Strowman. Let's see. I mean, I guess you could pick Kurt Angle. I'm going to go AJ Styles. All right, there's their first face. He just years. so happens to run the place. Damn it. <laughs> so we got... Oh. Go ahead. It's all on you. Your oh, last man. pick. Oh, man. So we're going up against a team of Braun Strowman, AJ Styles, The Miz, Samoa Joe, and Dolph Ziggler. And we got KO, Adam Cole, Ciampa, McIntyre, and... Might as well burn the place down with yes. Seth Rollins. Thank you. All right, good. <laughs> yes. That'd be one hell of a match, by the way. Uh-huh. Dude, that match would fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to see anyone get eliminated for like an hour. <laughs> Just put on a two-hour match, and we'll call that Survivor Series. And then we'll do yeah. the women's version. Just that's the only two matches you need. Yeah, absolutely. That would that'd be it. You're welcome, WWE. We just did the fucking work for you. No storyline needed. Right now. <laughs> so, I guess 
I guess that's all she wrote on this episode. We did a little fantasy booking. We went a, a little back and forth on some Roman Reigns hate, <laughs> some some Double H hate, the Hollywood man. We did a, this was a very hateful episode. <laughs> this was a very if you're listening we out did there. Have possible cast on so Jesus. <laughs> if you're listening out there, this was very depressing. I know. <laughs> Jeez, but we came up with a new nickname. We did some we did some of our normal shit. Yes. We stayed kind of true. Sort of. Off the rails a little. Yeah. Ugh, off the rails a little is a step up for us. Yeah. yeah. I Big usually, step up. I take us so far off the rails, we end up in the fucking ocean. Yeah. So we want to thank um, you guys for being on with us. Um, this, was, this was fun. A lot of fun, yes. I and, think uh, next time yeah, we're going to... Thanks for having us. We're going to structure it a lot better next time. Well, not only that, we also need the third person in the you. The third freaking wheel. Hedy Lamar getting stuck in the friggin' sneeze trap. I think I, he just texted me. He's still stuck under the sneeze guard. Wait, like this is this is this is a shoot? They, like, is this real? No, they got they had to get the jaws of life out. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pl- sounds real. Plexiglass. <laughs> that shit's fucking strong. We're gonna need we're gonna need a welder, and we're gonna need a demolition saw. Stat. <laughs> This plexiglass is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's made out of freaking adamantium. <laughs> wow, that's a big word for you. Good job on that one. That's X-Men. Come on. Bro. That's 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 pretty good. Even if it's X-Men, that's pretty good for you. So I'm a child of the world. <laughs> I know all. Like we said, thank you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Now, we hope to, without, of course, the third member, we hope to get the third member in, but also to be guests on your show as well. I was going to suggest the next uh, mixed six-pack challenge. for the. I guess it would be the next pay-per-view, besides Hell in a Cell, because we already recorded that. But <laughs> So, the, I mean, are you considering the the Super Show a pay-per-view, or are we talking like... I think we're going to do Super Show, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Are we going to go pick a pick... Better. A picture special. A prediction special. A pick them, well, if you will. Yeah. Come on. No, <laughs> no, bear with me. No, that no. was bad. No? It's so, only bad uh, for the people listening. <laughs> so, um, once again, anyone listening to our show, of course, um, slide on over to Nuclear Heat, follow them, listen to their show. They were just as good, if not better, than they are usually. So, um, bringing <laughs> endorsement. <laughs> so, wait, where do we find you guys? Where can we listen to your show? Uh, uh, iTunes. Uh... <laughs> Uh, now the other sound, ones. sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> or you can uh, find us at nuclearheatpodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Live Journal. You got you guys on Exchange Gram yet? No. no? <laughs> didn't, didn't get it. Didn't get the no. reference. Damn no, it. Didn't get the reference. <laughs> so until next time, we hope you enjoyed the show. Um, follow us on Twitter. At Facebook at 215 Wrestling. And uh, as always, we appreciate anyone and everyone who listens to our show. Yeah, we, we appreciate you. <laughs> We're we gla- we glad you listening out there. We love you. I'm going to do the little Sammy Sosa two-finger kiss. <laughs> Peace. Have a, good, have a good week, everybody.